on all your favourite racing. Download the Ladbrokes app today. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Live on SEN Track and streaming on the Live One channel on the Ladbrokes app. This is Ladbrokes Autumn Breakfast. Good morning, wherever you might be, right around Australia. Thanks to Ladbrokes. It's what we do each and every Friday morning for a big weekend. All-Star Mile, lot going on, Group 1 races. Get involved if you're listening to us on SEN Track. 0499 736 736 and a big hello. We are aesthetically pleasing via the Labrokes live channels right across the world. We are jam-packed. There is so much to get into. Campbell Brown, Nick Quinn, Dan Cobby. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. I can't say I do it each and every Friday morning. I'm one week on, one week off these early starts. Hey, take it out of me. What do you mean you're one week? That's That was just a one-off right last week. No, 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 no. Well, so you're actually only every fortnight. I, I cherry-pick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's all good, but I'm not sure who's athletically pleasing her on this table. I think us. <laughs> is that right? No, absolutely. It? If you don't back yourself, if you don't think yourself beautiful, Campbell, no one else will. Hang Easy on a catch. Minute. What is that? How do you mean you're one one yeah, on? Easy catch. Like seriously, we're going to have to question now whether you're in the 22. <laughs> yeah, I, don't... I mean you well... questioned whether I was in it two weeks ago. Dead set. Well, your management, oh. your management, Cobby, you made the decision. Hello, yeah. Nicholas. I love the fact the shots have been fired and haven't spoken yet. That's <laughs> always a great result when the puppet master then just sits back and watches his work play out. But. As the only member to have been on every single show, that's me. No. Yes, missed the odd quarter no. here and there. Yeah, no, you missed a quarter. You, you missed the biggest show of the year when you went missing in the second half. But it was half. like Dermot Brereton going off and coming back with the punctured <laughs> lung and the broken no, ribs and playing no. out the show. And Not quite as courageous. I, I, I would say more courageous. <laughs> It would only work if Dermot Brennan had to spend like nine hours at the Tunnel Nightclub the night before. <laughs> well, he might have. No, that's also true. <laughs> yeah, uh, hey, a lot going on. Wherever you might be, hello to you. We're going to get into it. It's, are you ready? Yeah, you I'm ready. Yep. I, I you were Noosa last week? Could not be feeling any better. All right, let's get into it. First things first. On the Ladbrokes Autumn Breakfast, first things first. Let's start with you, Brownie. All right, well, the, in sport, sometimes there's there's great curses. Uh, I, I was a part of one, the Kennett curse with um, Hawthorne and Geelong all those years. There's the curse of the Bambino, obviously the Boston Red Sox. And when they trade away Babe Ruth for the Yankees, they couldn't win a championship. Um, one of the, the big curses in racing, and, and a lot of people don't want to talk about it, and they try and gloss over it, is the curse of the model and the horse shot. You get these favourites going into big races, big Group 1 races, you wheel out the model, they get the, the photo there with the horse, you know, up close and personal. And every single time, I've been tracking this for years, the horse comes out and runs poorly. It is a curse, I'm telling you. Here's um, Beck Harding. That's uh, Smoke and Romans, no good that, uh, on that particular occasion. Delta Goodrens with Twilight Payment looking to go back to back. It stinks it up. Monconti. She's, uh, she's got one runner uh, in the All-Star Mile tomorrow, oh, Alaquira. That can't win. That, 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 that was Quinny's uh, the, These are the moody girls. Now, some, some people are smart enough. They've picked up on the curse that they put, they put the horse in and they refuse to name it now, right? They well, refuse you, to name the horse. Well, they're running out pseudo-horses. Real horse, but they just won't yeah, name not it the for actual, fear of what, the like, consequence. Like a fine cotton type of Correct. situation. And, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm just going to say categorically, categorically... I, I don't get asked uh, for my horses to be modelled too often because, you know, mm -hmm. why do you want to get a, a photo with a maiden, you know, Stony Creek runner on a Tuesday? <laughs> They're that slow. But I will, I will never let uh, anyone near a horse that I own before a big race. Now, hang on. 
Hang on. I'm Thunderstruck leading into the Golden Eagle. Was yep. favourite. Yes, it certainly was. Went you... to Sydney. And I remember I was working at the ATC at the time and I'm thinking, what are you doing? It's just a living, breathing. If you don't go near a model, they did. He still won. Okay, well, th there's always the odd exception. Yeah. You know, I think um, I think the Boston Red Sox have finally won one after, you know, True. 87 years or something. <laughs> Five but, this century. Yeah, yeah. we don't roll. <laughs> but but yeah. it, it's a thing. It's okay. a thing and we're going to keep tracking it. And um, as, as I live and breathe, no model will get close to a horse. Now, it is. Uh, the, the rumours are um, <laughs> that it, it, it is now a conversation, right? It is a big conversation. And it, you've, you are extremely intelligent to pick up on this and the deep research you are doing. But you are, if you are going to, like, like a scientist, if you're going to dig into something, you've got to be incredibly, incredibly honest and transparent about your findings. You've got nothing else, for, nothing else for us. No, no, that's it. Do you know where this started? Oh, this has been going back for decades. Yeah, I don't know about decades. I'd give it 10 years. Because yeah. I think it started in 2014. In the spring, actually. Right. Check this out. <laughs> oh! So, oh, this is Campbell no. And his princess, <laughs> sweet idea, on the way to the Sir Rupert Clark at Group One. Of course, she's got a Group One in the back pocket. Oh, oh let's 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 just roll out my little He's baby. He's wearing the same T-shirt. He's got the same T-shirt. That's where it all started. That, that one said, "Live in the dream." Yeah. This one says, "Easy catch." But that but. is now known as the curse of the brown beano. I curse my own horse, but <laughs> I'll preface that by saying, "Models." Now, nah, oh, oh, well, clearly, well clearly I wouldn't, in all due respect to Mon Conti, I don't think she is a model. She's an absolute superstar dual athlete. Yeah, how, like mate, how big were my guns? In fact, you, and your hair looks sharp <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you think was a elite athlete? Exactly. I, I reckon yeah. that's the one time ever Campbell's done a lot of research for this show. Absolutely. He said, I just need <laughs> three hours, guys, leave yeah. me alone. He went through every photo. Isn't it amazing? Out of all the horses we did see, and all of the Twilight Payment, Melbourne Cup, like, like superstar horses, he didn't know who the horses were, but oh, you know, he could roll off a model. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I love this the their first, second, and third name. This is the date of birth of the model as well. What horse is that? Oh, Twilight something. I'm a big Daily Mail guy. <laughs> but um, no, everyone knows it's a, it's a thing. I think Ross Daily Stevenson uh, and Hamish McLaughlin have been tracking it as well on, yeah. on one of their shows. You're so. a big Daily Mail guy. Huge. You would have at some point featured, right? Uh, moral. I can think of a couple of examples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple of times. Never, never uh, putting me in good line either. <laughs> All right, let's get into first things. First, you can always hit us up 0499 736 736. Quinny. Well, we know that they're doing the All Star Mile documentary loosely around Jamie Carr, and obviously they're going to have to pivot because of what happened there with Jamie, unfortunately. But there are so many great storylines in this All Star Mile. If they wanted to go down a different movie path, they could. Now, Alligator Blood, he's favourite. If he wins the race, that would be a sensational movie. One with heroes and villains. You can go through the form, all the controversies around the horse with the ownership. That would be a good movie. But my favourite movie, and we would need Disney to do this one. And can you imagine the music when no one thought that the 19th emergency Sosie Bon would come out and win the All-Star Mile? The horse that nobody wanted has just won $5 million. If Sosibon wins that race, I'm going to just like Sosibon.com, Sosibon.co.uk, Sosibon.com.au, all of them, bang, 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 bang. Trademark. That'll be the best movie of all time around racing. It, it would be hard to argue that if, I, I don't know, I still think Alligator Blood trumps it. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. So do I, yeah. 
Well, remember, remember the takeover target? They went to Hollywood after his career, and they just said, "This is too rich for Hollywood." Like, it, it can't possibly be true. Mm -hmm. Well, but it was. What sort of stuff was happening that wasn't allowed in the movie? You reckon? No, it's just more the fact he was bought, you know, for twelve hundred dollars by a taxi driver. His previous trainer, you know, was then no longer around. He then obviously won his first few races, and then went on to, to win in every major state in Australia. Then went to rural Ascot. He mm. went to Japan. He went to Singapore. I mean. You just think, no way, it can't possibly be true. Wait till yeah. Sosie Bond does all that. around the, the, the drug test. Of, yeah, as of I say, like, he's had a lot of... Yeah, there was a lot of around him and it was a phenomenal story and what a horse he was. Who'd now, be the villain in the uh, Alligator Blood saga, do you think? Nick Quinn. Who'd, play, who'd be the actor to play said individual who's previously threatened legal action against me? So I'm very careful how I will at this one. I had a beer with him at the Magic Millions. He's a legend. Yeah. Uh, but I like villains. Excellent. I've warmed to them. You, you, you know what? Are we missing a trick here? I know it's a little late in this, but should, should we have a camera on, uh, on Alan tomorrow while the horse goes around? Is he allowed to go around? Well, he doesn't have to be at the track. He could be sitting at home watching it. Because he is still a central figure in this situation. Oh, he, and he, he somewhat does get forgotten because of the... And Gabe Wardhouse and Adrian Bott, we've said this a lot on, on SCN Track, this might be their greatest, greatest... Training performance. Yeah. So that's saying something considering what Gay Waterhouse is. Kissing Spine is a career ender for most horses, yeah. let alone a comeback. He, he was a favourite. He was a favourite in the All Star Mile three years ago. Yeah. He's a three year old. In 2020, we're rolling in. He's a three year old favourite. Horse goes away, got all this stuff, can't run in states, has Kissing Spine. Now he's the red hot favourite to do it against. Good not, movie. Not only with the, the whole band and whatnot, you've got to remember prior to that, he was going like a busted in no, Queensland. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like until the strategy, really. And then, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. But then they changed camps, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, whereas remember we went to Billy Healy, and it's no fault of Billy. It's just that he was going no good at that point. Unplaced at the Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah exactly. And mm. then he came, and then he went to Gay and Adrian, and then of course then the ban was implemented. Um, you know, different states. At one point, he wasn't even going to race. Good so. movie. Well, good idea, Quinn. Yeah. Thanks, Quinn. I, I tell you, the, the thing is too, because they were going to try and take him to Japan Cup. Remember? Now, like, he's not a 2,400-metre horse, so had that have worked out because there was that situation with the Victorians and they weren't going to allow to run in Victoria and, of course, that hence why the change of ownership. The very fact is, had that have not been sorted out, he would have ended up going to Japan, running like 17th in the Japan Cup, and we may legitimately never have seen him again. Will we see him ask Scott? I, 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 yeah. I, I think so. Yeah, it was a big, there's a big, no, there's I, a big chance, I, right? Like, there is. I, I is still it a gelding? Think, they won't have a crack. I still think without Animo being in a, in a Ladbrokes Cox plate that the connections will think, hang on a second, let's see if we can get to it. Now, I don't think he's a mm. legit 2,000-metre superstar Because he ran well horse. last year from that white gate, though. He, he ran well. He, I, I, he still would he run. Fifth? Yeah, three lengths beaten. I, I don't know. I, I, that was one of the worst performances considering the Cox Plate. Like, they were so bunched. It was, I, yeah. know, I look back on the Cox Plate now and think, hmm. I don't think... a few question marks around the floor. Yeah, I, I don't awesome. think he gets a really, really strong 2,000. And so they have playing in the back of their mind. You know, Royal Ascot, if we go there, because Animo probably won't be here for Labrador Scott, I don't know. But he would be a great story and it wouldn't stun me to go. What I mean is if he's at one of the back end of the carnival last time, then he comes out and, say, wins an all-star mile, of course you want to win a Cox Plate. But if you're going to be a question mark at the 2040, yeah. you just roll the dice and, and head to Ascot. I don't know. I guess there's, that's up for the owners. Could he not do both? Would it be too taxing? Look, I mean, he can do both. You saw what happened with nature Yeah, uh, I think that the nature strip situation might start to have questioned... Or have connections questioned if they can actually do it. Now, there's different times yeah. in like Nature Strip's a bit older and all the so and he came back, he still came back pretty good in Nature Strip. I know he didn't win the Everest, mm. 
He only just got beat in the group one down the straight. Like, so it's not like he all of a sudden was getting beaten 25 lengths. I was going to say alligator blood might be a bit tougher than Nature Strip, but I don't want to upset the uh, Melbourne foreman for Nature Strip. He's honestly, he's such a tough horse, yeah. um, alligator blood. And I think if we look back at him, you know, say in 10 years' time, we'll remember him and remember the story, but we'll remember how good he was and or how, how good he is and how tough he is. So he's been a marvel. He really has. All right, what do you got for us? Well, speaking of marvels, I'm mm-hmm. saying Martin is a marvel, that being Denise Martin, of course, the managing owner in, of the syndication involved with Espiona. She's had a lot of great horses over the years. But now this is a, it's probably a bit more of a personal story because Espiona was so good on the weekend and she's had so many you know, great successes throughout the industry for probably you know, nearing three decades. But Denise called me after the races on Saturday night and I said, well done with Espiona, and she was quick to change the subject. The reason why she was quick to change the subject is because in race three, there was a lot of interference at Flemington, and her filly Marty actually almost came down on her nose. It's an absolute miracle that she stayed up, and she, all she wanted to know was whether she was okay, and I thought, that is why she survived so long in this industry, and that is just a testament to her and her team, because the horse comes first, and I think it's such an important part of our industry right now, because there's so many question marks over us, and the fact that that was her first port of call was, yes, Espiona was great, but how's my filly? Um, mm. I thought it was fantastic. Big win, Espiona. Yeah, hu- huge win. I thought, great I thought story, but huge win. That she's a belter who I tipped at 13-1 to 1 when it loomed up at the 200 down the outside was, was going to win. Good what result for this show. You tipped Espiona, you tipped she's a belter, so hopefully a few of these listeners and, and then got a few Pride points. of Jenny was, just... was as big a run as I've yeah. nearly ever seen. Yeah. Ever seen had no right to keep kicking on the line. It's amazing though because prior to that, like she's had like this short, sharp sprint, and then last start, you know, the pressure went on. She sort of sat ladies back. She just did so much wrong behind. So they said, righto, we're going to the grand final. We're just running, yeah, and that's what she did. And I thought at the top of the straight, she's going to fold here. Had to fold, did it? Uh, unbelievable. Um, ever since I wrote fraud on that bit of paper, she, she, she's two from two. Unbeaten. Yeah, Unbeaten. Yeah. Where does she go? <laughs> Uh, still, we, we spoke about this last week. Can like, motivate. I still thing. think she's better in Melbourne. Like I know. It's, well, that, that she won a group one, right? but it's it's, it's, it's she's still better in Melbourne, right? Obsolete. So like, and and the group one, like with the way we have spoken about her since she won on Oaks Day, we expected her to be this really, really superstar. And I, I, I continually think she's still got a fair bit to go. But she won a group one, still got to win them. But it's not a creme de la creme group one, right? Cool. No, she did enough. That's a creme. Yeah, but it's thing. against the mares. Yeah. I know what you're yeah, saying. Exactly. And uh, you look at that field, you're not saying... I, I think she can win better group ones. Like, I'm, I'm a huge believer in Melbourne. I don't think she can win another group one in Sydney. I still think she goes better down here. What race is she... Yeah, I just... I have a, I personally have a question mark whether she sees out beyond 1,500. Uh-huh. That's just a personal opinion. So, like, I think you're sort of starting to become somewhat limited in what you can target. Do you know what uh, she's doing next? Well, she's sort of at the end of the preparation. She's, she's at the she's end. She's ticked a box, right? Mm. Like, um, she's not necessarily paddock bound, like right this second. But what I'm saying is, but would she go to the championships? Yeah, I mean, there's going to be some races there for her. But I just, yeah, you know, I think you're probably naturally looking at races like the Queen of the Turf over mm. a mile. But as I said, Ramwick Mile. Say you bump into a somewhat of a wet track, like yeah. you want to be pretty strong. Mm. I just don't know if she's quite there. And, and uh, she's that's not just a personal opinion, though. Yeah. As a owner, is she like I don't know? Does she see beyond fifteen hundred? No, I, I agree. Yeah. I don't want to make it seem like it's a group, but. You know, we just always thought she was going to go to that next level. She was quite often, and I think I involved this conversation as well, that a Cox Plate wasn't 
mm. out of her scope when she was so brilliant on Oaks Day yeah. all those years ago. Now, she hasn't quite got there yet. So no. I don't want to diminish the group one, but uh, it probably isn't yet the level that I think she can still get to. I think we'll see a better horse in the spring. Yeah, agreed. Uh, that's what I mean. I think after the Coolmore, she might have one more run throughout the championships, but I don't... I think after that, we'll see a paddock, and then I think we'll see a better horse in the spring. So. Absolutely. And of course, then she gets the... She gets to come to Melbourne then. Yeah. That's what we and then that's the big thing. All right, my squeeze a break in. All thanks to Ladbrokes. Lad broke it. Get the app. Make sure you get involved. Huge weekend. Make sure you gamble responsibly though. 1 800 858 858 to get involved. We're just firing up. It, today is World Sleep Day. Is it? Yep. Is that, there's a world, it's there's bad news though. No one's sleeping well. I, I better get some. Oh, yes. oh, oh. Who well, needs sleep? That big drive to Kite yesterday knocked you out, exactly. did it? You got jet lag. Uh, quick break. <laughs> Plenty more next. Ladbroke it on all your favourite racing. Download the Ladbroke app today. Gamble responsibly. Call 1800 858 858. Live on SEN Track and streaming on the Live One channel on the Ladbroke app. This is Ladbroke's Autumn Breakfast. Well, thanks to Ladbroke. Good morning to you. Working our way through a Friday. Huge amount of crystal balling and best bets to get to. First things first for me, and I, well, this is about, it's been a topic of conversation, the All-Star Mile on the field, right? We've got Animo going in the George Ryder and the whole fact, and I think, you know, either George Ryder's a better field. I argue that point. I want to argue that point. That it's not a better field. It's not, right? Animo's the best horse in the country, right? So it's in that race. And then after that, the three best horses around that mark are all in the All-Star Mile. I'm Thunderstruck, Mr. Brightside, and Alligator Blood. All would be the second, third and fourth favourite had they been the George Ryder. Now, Artoris there, we've got Fangirl, Golden Mile, you know, we've got some horses that have... Jeez, you're a harsh man. So a week awesome ago you were like, Artoris, show me the love. Yeah, but I'm the not... horse won a group one. Now you're like, might sneak into the All-Star Mile field. No, he would be in the All-Star <laughs> Mile field. I'm just simply saying that people who are comparing them saying the George Ryder is a hell of a lot of a better field. I don't agree with that. I just think when you've got the best, one of the best horses in the world in Animo, mm -hmm. I mean, he's just been phenomenal, this preparation. Yep. Artorias, last hard group one winner, he's mm -hmm. come off the back of the Ascot trip. You've got Ossipenko, who arguably, if he didn't have the temperature... Look, he probably would have won the Randwick Guineas. You've got the Australian Guineas winner in there as well from mm -hmm. you know, last week as well. It's pretty handy. It's a handy and field. Golden Mile do, do as not, well. Golden Mile as well. Do not get me wrong. As good, it is, still, it's a handy it's field. It's got more depth. I mean, it probably depth. has got a little more at the tail end of it. Yeah. But I just... The, the continual conversation I've heard all week that the, that the George Ryder is a much better field than the All-Star Mile. Significantly better as words, and I quote some people. I just don't buy into it because I think the second, third and fourth best horses over those similar distance are in the All-Star Mile. So I'm not saying that George Ryder's a bad race no. at all. I'm simply saying I don't think it's as imbalanced as some people I guess they're different the profiles as well, though, mm. because the George Ryder with the history there, and yeah, it's going to help you... I guess it's going to help you going forward in your residual um, after your life in racing. So if you look at those horses uh, like Animo, it's more beneficial. Yes, a Penko, Fing, absolutely. Whereas you look at the three Geldings are at the top of betting in the All Star Mile. It's but I, I would argue no, it's different. It's absolutely, different but I would argue that the, the the conversation this week is not based around any of that. They're no, you're just right. Simply looking at the paper yes, and yeah. saying where is the best race. Now again, you can make a case that the George Ryder is deeper, and you're right. It's probably. Well, there's only one horse that can win it, but there's five or six legitimate horses within the race compared to probably, honestly, unless a major surprise is sprung in the All-Star Mile, there are three. But I still think the second, third... If those three were in the George Ryder, they would be the second, third and fourth favourites. Absolutely. Animo would... 
you'd get a better price as well. So, again, if they were all in the one race, it'd be better. But I, I just felt it was a bit harsh on the Thunderstruck over that distance in Sydney. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, probably not, but yeah. he would still be... The, he'd still be... a quality. I think he'd be shorter than a Taurus. Mm. Although I think a Taurus is perfect over 1,500 metres. Like, I think... 1,500 metres is perfect for our tourists. He can't win the race. I'll tell you what, whoever's, whoever's doing their race programming, this preparation, I mean, I don't know who's really involved with the Freeman camp, mm -hmm. but um, I think it's just perfect. They've waited for him to have that bit of a better break off the back of Ascot, gone to a 1,300 metre race where, remember, we were thinking, oh, is he 12, is he 14? Nothing was really working out. Went to 1,300, got his, you know, his next group one, and now he can stretch out and go to that 1,500 metre box. So I think, you yeah, know, they've done a really good I job with him and... I can no look. He'd have to have a he'd have to fail Animo, but Arturis is clearly going well, and he'll run a big race. I uh, I'm speaking through my pocket when I say this, so I just want this on the record. But I was I had a futures bet on him in the Golden Eagle last year. I think that 1500 metres is going to suit him perfectly, and I, I think that's the perfect distance for him. I, I know we're going back a little while now. That Caulfield Guineas, if you switch the barriers and Animo gets drawn inside that doesn't suit him, and Arturis gets outside in the way the race mapped, I'm not saying 100. percent it would have been a different story, but Artorias would have had a better crack to have a crack at Animo. Animo is by far the best horse in Australia, but I think the 1,500 metres is perfect for No him. one loves a future step, hey, mate. Hey, it's almost like what could have been if Forbes actually still held on and beat Animo on debut. <laughs> one of them's gone on to be an absolute superstar. Yeah. The other one's, well... Yeah, well... You found a future bet a month ago for uh, Warnable, haven't you? Didn't you? Was that you that did that? Yeah, I've had a, I've had won. a future bet. Oh, Balex, well, hang on. Yeah. Not yet. It actually isn't Balex one. Oh. It isn't Balex one, but I did find one in a flat race. Well, I'm cast Bally's. because I backed Rebel Racer in the Maiden Hurdle. It's just come out and won the Adelaide Cup, yeah. so I'm gone. Well, <laughs> can still go to the Maiden Hurdle, right? The, the Rebel, Rebel Racer could do... I don't know if anyone's ever done this. Could legitimately... And jumps racing starts today. My crystal ball is around it, so I'll get to that in a moment. Rebel Racer could legitimately be the first horse to win the Adelaide Cup and then the Gallywood. Because they shouldn't change the plans towards what they were going to do with it. How good is Amy Nashiagi? Unbelievable. Yeah, they're going well. Um, that's fantastic. Great. That was great emotion. Now, I've got two first things first, which <coughs> don't traditionally... Well, it doesn't make sense, to be fair, but I've got... Uh, is that why we had to block off the whole bottom? As I say, we cut out a show here. Cut this show yeah. in half. Okay? Has it been all this? Okay. Text messages coming through affected yeah. this as well? No. No, no text messages. We'll get to them very shortly. Uh, legitimately, <laughs> sometimes when we do these type of shows, you, the four of us get caught up in what we do, and we're just like, hey... Management don't like it, but we are like, you know what? We're going to do what we do, yeah. and however many people watch us yeah. or it's listen to us. management. That's, that's a, yeah, it's pretty Hey, 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 sit right here. Show some respect. It's up to you guys. You guys deal with the data. We'll just do what we do, right? And then sometimes there's not a great deal of, you know, um, feedback as to how many people watch us, right? But what I do know, what I do know is that the best in the business are watching us each and every Friday morning. And I'll give you an example. Firstly, this is what I had to say last week about Mickey D. Need someone. We don't have a regular jockey. Boss, he's going to stand up and deliver in the big moments. Now, I'm not saying Mickey D's there yet, but that's the type of confidence that Connections would have. He rolls in, and in, in all sports, there's athletes who just handle the massive moments. In all sports, and there are plenty of athletes who do not. Mickey D has proven, in particular in the last six months, that he handles the moment as almost as well as any jockey in the country right now in the biggest races. So yes. that was last week when what I was... self-indulgent Well, clip. hang on, I haven't finished yet. That's when I was comparing Mickey D to Glenn Boss's ability to stand up in the biggest of races and get a Group 1, yep. right? What did he do last Saturday? What did he do? Group 1, baby. Yeah, who trained the horse? Chris Waller. Right, Chris Waller, who is great in the media. He gets interviewed. News Corp. They say, hey, Chris, what do you make of Mickey D? Look what he said, and this is an actual quote. Mickey D oh. is the new Glenn Boss. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's on the wall. That's an actual quote 24 hours later. So at least, I know management are like, we don't know who's watching. I can guarantee you the best trainer in the country is Chris Waller not missing a millisecond. You know what show. I took from that? We'll be back. <laughs> Just how bad his get-up was on the show last week. Like that hey, I like that jacket. never be worn again. I like that jacket. Big shout-out to the, uh, the crew to You've look after You've been on fire. You've been on fire. Nearly as bad as when him and Hammond tipped half a winner each. We had to sit there for oh, five minutes and watch the nah. run. Hey, you know what? You know what? They dead heated. You know what? You guys, you guys launched the Ladbrokes Lab. The football version during the week. Jeez, that was It was, was like you two tipping a draw in the opening game of the year. Did you do it? No. We went and we said, this is the two horses. They will, they will, they will dead heat in the How are you going to cope now being the second most successful lab? Well, there's another one. <laughs> Wait, to meet you. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought, I thought someone else had bought one out. <laughs> Mate, we did it in one take as well. <laughs> no, and I yeah. one The poor you makeup know girl, Simone, she had to come in about four times and put in the makeup. Bra- Brownie and I actually did radio on Tuesday, and he's like, he fell asleep in an ad break. And I said, What's wrong? He's like, oh, I've been here since 6 a.m. I said, What for? He's like, Ah, oh, seven hours blocked out. Now, before we get to the news, we'll get into our best bets. And what, like, so our, our laptop. He died. Yep. All right. So Brownie just tossed it off set, which, well, there's no use. So I've had to get it up on my phone. Now, I don't want to go too deep into this, so I'm just going to make a general, specific point of what the text says. Anonymous. They're around Dan Cobby. Oh, yes. So it's to you, Dan. One, lipstick incident, and why do you drive a ute when you're not a tradie? They're just a couple of questions coming Great through. Call. So the lipstick incident from Flemington last week. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> I can't comment. Okay. Okay. Why do, you, okay. why do you drive a Ute then if you're not a tradie? I didn't even no, know. No, the, 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 the Ute was. Um, how do I put this without getting myself into too much strife? The Ute incident was somebody wanted a lift home from the races, but I had to say, I've got a Ute, so they couldn't come. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's the Ute incident, but we're not going to go into a lipstick story. Okay. All right. That's Nick fair was enough. actually present, so. Yeah, I was surprised you were a tradie. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go down too well. But um, anyway, good to see the text line firing. On fire. 0499 to get involved. Now, I know we've got something else. I'm, I think we need to go to the news and then just make sure we're allowed to show it. So we'll go to the news, then we'll get into possibly a pick. If not, we'll get deep into the races. Crystal ball, best bets and plenty more to get into. Wherever you might be, right around Australia. All thanks to Laybrokes. Good morning. Ladbroke on all your favourite racing. Download the Ladbroke app today. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Live on SEN Track and streaming on the Live One channel on the Ladbroke app. This is Ladbroke's Autumn Breakfast. Of course, Nick Quinn Spotify and in fine form this morning is going to hear Little what, Danger what, what Zone. Movie? What movie? Days of Thunder. No, Top Gun. Yeah, yeah it was a Top Gun. It was Top Gun, was it? Too old for me. Tom, well, Tom it was, it was, it was, yeah, it it was, was fitting, it was though, Danger Zone done. with the dangerous conversations yeah. we were having about eight seconds before I, we came I, back on air. Continually now, we have heard from the legal team. We can't show the photo that I was going to show, so we'll keep that away. Oh. Um, I told you to put pants on. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a photo. What does an easy catch mean? I don't know, mate. I just love scotch and soda, and uh, they have a lot of words on their T-shirts, and I like to wear them. I think it's... Plain tops are boring. I've got a well. I've got a. I like it. I've yeah. got a really nice. It's almost as good as the day that he walked wore in thongs on the first day. Remember that? <laughs> that was a stitch up. <laughs> I, I, uh, I've got a very nice scotch and soda jacket at home. <laughs> That's the one I lost on uh, Oaks Knot. <laughs> <laughs>
still. <laughs> now, for people, right who, people who are not Melbournians, I, Bar Bambi is a place. I've gone there every Melbourne. weekend since <laughs> to find it. Every weekend since. And still <laughs> calls the owners bi weekly. You haven't found my jacket, have you? Oh, well, well Nick Russell, who, who wears the jacket. Snipers uh, everywhere, mate. Don't worry about that. Uh, I don't know that Nick thought it was a good idea to FaceTime Chris Waller at about 8 30 after 175 drinks. Yeah. Did he answer? No, he loved it, didn't he? Until he hung up. Well, you know what? He'll probably talk about it. He's watching the show right now. Uh, let's get into it because we've got a huge weekend. Let's start with the All-Star Mile and the Ladbrokes Market. We, of course, Sosi Bon is in, was the last horse added a couple of days ago. But uh, I'm assuming Nick Quinn, it's headlined as it has been for a little while by Alligator Blood. It certainly is. And if you do like Alligator Blood, currently 270 has firm, was $3 prior to the draw, 290 in from yesterday. So has been a firmer. Mr. Brightside, a 550 second elect. I'm Thunderstruck, 650. So the market is very much focused on those three. Then a bit of a jump at the Cascadian at 14. Laws of Indices, 420 a place. And then She's a Belter at 16. So the market says there's three clear chances, then it's very, very open. Mm. Does Animal know who you are yet, Campbell? I hope not. I'm trying to remain uh, anonymous for as long as possible. Well, I've never tipped the horse in my life. You can attest that's to that. True. Well, hang on. You can introduce him. You've got a connection at the stable. <laughs> there you go. That's right. Um, there's two things that completely defy logic. This week, it's the Eagles going up at $2 against North Melbourne. Well, you've moved the market there. Right. That's just inconceivable. And the fact that Laws of Indices is $15. This horse that went over to Hong Kong, mm -hmm. over the mile, against a couple of the best horses in the world and was only beaten one and a half lengths. Hasn't run a bad race. We've finally drawn a good gate. we got uh, the Irish jockey, well, Austin Murphy. Just, just quickly before you go any further on this, because our man Brownie and the SCN Track family listening right now will remember this, that Brownie went on a little bit of a rant about bringing international jockeys in. That's right. Rather than getting That's a local. Right. So who's, who's riding? Who's riding Lords of Innocence? Yeah, we've seen him. Yeah. Where's he from? Ireland. So Ireland. You, you went on a rant and then you brought a guy in. Well, yeah, because um, I'm trying to <laughs> trying to get his career back. Yeah, but all, yeah, but all the, all the good jobs. All, all the You're a good guy. In Sydney, so like you have to. <laughs> he he he's, he's made some poor decisions in the past, and have like I have, yeah. mm -hmm. you deserve second chances. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Murphy, you know, I agree. Oh, I, it's a, a great point, right? Though the whole international jockey thing—it's a great, great talking point. But I think we have to remember is that we've had significant injuries in recent weeks from you know some of the stars of Victorian racing. You then also have the slipper on the same day amongst mm. other Group Ones. So a lot of good jockeys have gone up there for the day. So realistically, like the pool's not phenomenal leading into an all-star mile. So you're not surprised to see the likes of Oshie Murphy come out, uh, Luke Curry fly back, and then obviously up in Sydney as well, we're seeing Ryan Moore fly out. I would have it's that time of the year. You have to do I'd it. I'd prefer to put local jockeys on. Who would you have put on it then? If, you, if Annabelle knew who you were and replied to your emails, who would you have suggested? When you say local, though, how far are you going down the line? I, I don't think it matters. I think yeah. all of them are, are capable enough to win. Yeah, and they are. Holland showed that yes. on, on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Just... Sportsmen just need opportunities mm. sometimes. As I've said before, it's very hard to win a Norm Smith medal if you never play in the grand final. And you can't do it. Prime example so, is uh, Daniel Moore. Like he was not getting the opportunities in the on the big stage, and then he did get them and bang, bang, bang. Yep. Group one. But he progressively now. got better though, Quinny. Like he went to Singapore, had a good stint there, he then came back, got a little bit more support, then he went to Hong Kong. So he was like this, Dan. Yeah, but you don't you need the chances though. Yeah, sure. And he got them and he took them. But if you don't get them, and you, you can can't elevate do it. just by Confidence shown in What I'm saying is Dan you know Moore I mean? got the opportunities because he was making inroads and making gradual progression and, and he was improving out of sight. You know what I mean? Whereas just plucking someone out of nowhere to just ride in a big race yeah. with five minutes, a bit different. And let's also know. keep in mind, these are two very good jockeys. Ryan Moore has yeah. an argument he's 
the best jock in the world. Correct. So no, it's not, not like having a go at those international yeah. that, Plus you know, he's had a Coolmore affiliation for forever. 20 years. And, and the very fact is, and I, again, I don't want to whack the guy, but people automatically just lean back into the, the spring where the international jockeys who spend a little time here may not have had the greatest of, yeah. you know, but Ryan Moore has come here and won our two. Yeah. And I'm focusing on him because yeah. I think he is the best jockey in the and, world. And deserves the choice. He's come here and rolled in won a Cox Plate in the Melbourne Cup in a 10-day Of course, period, so I just think. We're not giving it a sum. Don't overlook jockeys in your own backyard sure, because yeah. yep. they don't have as high profile or you you put them in a box of, oh, they're a good country jockey or whatever, you know, like... Just prior to we leave this topic, there was a lot of criticism on social media this week in regards to the three jockeys coming to Australia for the respective races. If you look at them individually, there's no problem with it at all because Coolmore and Ryan have had a long association. Luke Curry has been involved in Lindsay Park for 20, 30 Forever. years. And O'Sheen's had a connection with a lot of the owners as well as Annabelle for a long time as well. So it's not like the connections have just plucked someone out of nowhere, oh, the local jockey's no good, we'll get an international in. We're talking about associations that have been going on for years and years and years. And realistically, if you've got a race worth $5 million and you've got a chance to win it, you want someone that you know and you want someone that you trust. And, and realistically, with these three decisions, there is no problem with it whatsoever. It's not like, oh, we're just ditching the local to get an international in. We're talking these are three long associations and that's why they're here. No doubt, uh, of course, you made him wait in the line of Barbambi for 35 minutes. Yeah, he refused to get him straight in. He didn't in. even get him in, did you? No, no he got him in 35 well, minutes. I never saw he that. Come and now he's... He's coming to my town, mate. He's not just going to waltz <laughs> in on my... <laughs> But he's coming to your town to ride your horse to try and win your five million. He can come straight in if he wins it. I tell you what, we'll be going uh, past Dan. What are you tipping? <laughs> you, you an each way play? I'm tipping Laws of Industries, and it is not uh, owner's tip. Yep. You know, like because I just I never tip the horse, but I just think good gate, rock hard fit, miles perfect. Um, we we're going to go to the George Ryder. Horse is in good condition. I think it's a really good. Are you place. working on the AFL Saturday night? Uh, is it my place? No. Sunday. Mm. Sunday, I am. I'm going to be. A late scratching? No, no. What would need I to happen for you to be a late scratching? Nothing, because I want to go to the MCG and I want to incite Hawthorne into uh, line in the sand mark two against Essendon. Mm. Professionally, because I'm, I'm got to be, <laughs> I've got to be impartial because yeah, I'm on the boundary. Yeah, yeah, no, but I'm yeah, going to yeah. be, you know. You, you know what the best thing about it is? If Laws of Indices was to win the All Star Mile, oh. Campbell's, you wouldn't see Campbell's him. theory still works because it he does. says. Laws of Indices is the best horse in the country not to win a Group 1. And the All-Star Mile's not a Group 1. Let's say you're fine. What way are you leading? Um, I think one of the top three will fight it out. I think I'm Thunderstruck's the value, especially considering you can get 235 a place on Thunderstruck and 270 Alligator Blood the win. Now, that could easily both happen, but I'm going to play around the Quinellas and the Exotics with the 1, 2 and 4 mm. because I think we've seen this race in the past. The cream has risen to the top, and I think those three are just a class above. Tough race, um, really tough race. I've loved the way that Mr Brightside's returned. I thought his runs have been pretty good. I'm thunderstruck. I think now at a mile, third up, around the valley, like, I just, I'm not sold, to be honest. Um, I'm really not. I know his Cox Plate run was really good around the valley, but that was over further. I just think over the mile, like, he'll be sort of, he's going to be there, but I just think when the sprint goes on down the side, like, he'd want to be sort of keeping up with him. I think it's a question mark, to be honest, but Alligator Blood, he's done nothing wrong with his preparation and... Look, he looks hard to beat, but I'm not really going to get stuck in. The number one Labrokes lab in the country isn't too far away from being released. We've done round two um, already for the footy. <laughs> oh, well, it was a pilot. Congratulations on that, by the way. Can we run a big uh, race? Nugget. Nugget will run a so big race. So, Nugget will be there. The speed 
And what I was going to say is the 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 way the settle grid is going, they're going to go right. So Keach, gentleman, Roy, every horse is going to get an opportunity. I think it helps. I'm thunderstruck a little bit late, but is he going to be too far back saying, yeah. to be able to get to catch them? I am futures. I've had a bet on Mr. Brightside because I think that's his grand final and I think he's going to have a huge run. But I think the best three horses in the race will be the first three homes. There wouldn't be a person in the country with more money tied up in future bets. Yeah, I'm a future bet guy. Oh, I love it. He's patient. I, I love him that. I, I want I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I, don't, uh, I don't want to wind the clock back to the Cox Plate. That was no. rather sick. Oh. I still haven't recovered, but anyway. 13 <laughs> months of riding. You know that... For people who have seen the video oh, yeah, you as well. you of me, we were on air and I slapped the... Uh, I threw a tantrum because I thought yeah. for a split second he was going to win 13 well, months build-up. It was a slap, build up. wasn't it? Clenched fist. We were... SCN track was going to be on track and the SCN track truck is broken due to my... Tantrum. Tantrum. So I do a How many weeks would he have got if he was on the footy field for that slap? Well, it was an open, it was open hand. hand. It was open yeah. hand. Open so it was hand. like Jackie Chan-esque. Yeah. There's only been... I went back through the record books. There's only been one open hand in the history of AFL. How many weeks did you get, Campbell? <laughs> no, I, I slapped. You got off, didn't you? Angus Monfries. You slapped Angus Monfries. And they said, why nah. would you slap someone? Oh. I said, well, he didn't deserve a clenched fist. <laughs> Like, you know what? We might do a podcast just on your insulting. For a split second, I thought you were going to say your actual comment. No, 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 thank you. Uh, just quickly, we Golden Slipper is the greatest two year old race in the world. Where's the money? Little Bros has been backed. Mm. 16 into 10. I do yeah, see that. We never that. see the, the Victorian form really stack up. Uh, I shouldn't say not stack up, but we never see oh, the really Victorian that hater. No, but no horse has won the Slipper since 1990 with Catbird from a non. Sydney lead-up. Mm. The Gambit for me. So, King's Gambit. Yeah, I'm with you there, Brownie. Me too. I've backed too. Yeah, so The I. King's Gambit and one of the all-time great movies. Watched it again the other day. Don Corleone. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, on Gambit and Jubilee. I'm not going to say, like, the forgotten horse, because clearly it's not forgotten, but after its win on Caulfield uh, Guineas Day, when it was so dominant, to have not won since, I think... It, it, it's not filling punters with confidence, but the way that the horse trialled... Tried well. Um, Synthetic hook yeah, filler. But yeah, is that, is that it's a just managing... And you know what? Uh, Scott Bryce, who does a lot ideal. of the work with Snowden's team in terms of the horse's feet, he does a phenomenal job. But I have to say he's one of the best in the business. And so if it's gone on, there's a reason it's gone on. But yeah. um, Steel City, big win in the Magic Knight. Obviously, the draw is not good, but has literally tripled in price since. It's now it sort of getting be. out to a quote, I'm probably going to have to have something she's on. She's going to be no better than three wide. Yeah, and she's got to back up. As a two-year-old filly, she's got to be able to back up week after. Where her grand final was the Blue Diamond. Now, we know that the race wasn't exactly uh, taxing for her due to the fact she couldn't get out. And there's an argument to say that she probably could have won it. But the, 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 the thing is as well, we talk about that Blue Diamond form, as Dan just alluded to, hasn't exactly set the world on fire in the last... Well, forever. There's only been four or five actually have been able to do it. So even had she have won it, we'd still be having the question marks over her without the backup. Yeah. I don't think she can win. Whereas Shinzo's drawn the inside gate. He's on the backup uh, as well, but there's a difference. If it, you want to move between but you know what? Had Shinzo drawn a little further out, not... 16 or 17, because I think he needs some galloping room. I, I, I was going to say it almost, backed yeah. I would have almost backed him if he didn't have the inside alley. I've actually backed Arkansas Kid, $61 each way at Ladbrokes. Okay. I think he'll hit the line really hard in a very um, fast race. Platinum Jubilee, I can't win. I saw a photo in the Sydney Morning Herald <laughs> during the week. Who with? With the face of uh, the Golden Slipper Grace Hayden. So, unfortunately, we've got to put a line through the Waterhouse spot runner. Okay, so done. 
Yeah. Unfortunately, right. I've backed it, so it's probably got go. none now. Well, <laughs> so we've all, we've you know we have all money. swear jar. We just put a gold coin every time that Campbell mentions Grace Hayden <laughs> on air as well. That'll pay for our footy trip <laughs> at the end of the year. Hey, it's you that does that. <laughs> he's he's part time manager. He got it going. <laughs> so we're all, we've all had money on. We've all had money on. I've managed team, you all. And, and since <laughs> I've got, got another dollar. I reckon we'll get another one before the end of the show. Ladbroke, wherever you might be, make sure you get involved. Ladbroke, at very quick break. Plenty more, including our best bets and crystal ball. Next. <laughs> Ladbroker, on all your favourite racing. Download the Ladbroker app today. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Live on SEN Track and streaming on the Live One channel on the Ladbroker app. This is Ladbroker's Autumn Breakfast. Right around Australia, good morning to you. All thanks to Ladbrokes. Ladbroken, grab the app, gamble responsibly and have a wonderful weekend as we head towards what's going to be a great weekend of racing. AFL back, of course, a draw last night. Remarkable scenes. The NRL into week three. How is your betting? Do you want to let the uh, Ladbrokes viewers in a little... Well, yeah, and something that the bookies have woken up to in uh, okay. a little bit last few years, but no try first eight minutes was just one of the all-time great bets in, in rugby for a long period of time until, you know, set reset, uh, six, set reset. six again, set restarts, all that sort of stuff. They play a bit quicker now, but it used to be like slow, pack a scrum, kick it out, minute off the clock. Oh, that was a morale. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously you great, reach great heights as an AFL footballer, but I reckon you'd be well suited to rugby league as well. Uh, yeah, I just... I, I'm a bit small, and when those big guys just target you and run at you, um, you know, like Nelson Asafa Solomon would oh, just yeah. run straight over the top. I'd be hanging on to his leg, but I wouldn't be able to stop him. you'd love the biff, though. What about that video I sent you, the, um, the Russian floorball or whatever? That was basically like rugby league. That yeah, that be... looked okay. Yeah, I reckon that's up the okay. And um, obviously Kabaddi's making a, a triumphant return, yeah, which we'll touch on. That announcement couldn't be too far away, to be fair. All right, let's get into it. Best bets of the day. On the Ladbrokes Autumn Breakfast, best bets. We'll start with Quinny, because 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 8, 8 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. You've got 13 best bets, Nick. Well, the good thing is I'm tipping into the fund we've established here where Campbell puts a dollar in every time he mentions Grace Hayden. So I've got a good bank to play with throughout the course of the day. Oh, no. This is, this, is, this is not getting well. So, my best bet is in the first. We build a bank. We go race one, number one, Midwest. Has been is he going to run this week? Last week you pushed one and got scratched five minutes later. Yeah, that was not ideal. But <laughs> Did you tip him buckets a bit this week? No, he's my man. We're going to take a box Quinella in the All-Star Mile, numbers one, two and four. They are the four market leaders, but I reckon we can more than double up on that. I'm also having something each way on Thunderstruck. Race nine, number one, Dunk held each way. Lovely price. I think this horse could win a derby this preparation. Ooh, Brown Dog, which are you leaning? Um, I'm going head-to-head -head with... Cobbs, uh, the Valley, race three, number 10. On with Queen Air here. This is the um, Uncle Lindsay Smith runner. Already been quite well supported in the market. Uh, bottom weight, 52 kilos. Good win first up. Uh, was okay second up. Third up, up in trip. Um, I think will be very hard to beat and will probably jump close to favourite. Yeah, I think it's going to be a two-horse war for favouritism. Well, it's quite obvious. But I think if you do like Queen Air this week, 
backer in the Queens, uh, not in the Queensland Oaks, in the Australian Oaks, because um, that's probably where she's heading. But I think Somerville can have it over her this start. She's flying, she's looking for three on the bounce, she'll roll forward, Shin retains the ride. She's that little bit more seasoned, and I know she's got the weight relief Queen Air, but I still want to see her next start over that little bit further, back against her own age. And I think she could be genuinely a, an Oaks contender, but I'm with Somerville as the best bet on Saturday. And I'm going with Platinum Jubilee in terms of a value in Sydney in the slipper. And I know he's been frustrating, but this is his chance to show something, this preparation. I'm not saying he's going to win, but El Bodegon, he only has to walk 80 metres from his box to the tie-up stalls. He's a colt. That will help him, I think. He can roll forward from the good gate, and we can see his best run this preparation so far. But, of course, he needs to turn it around. But I think at big odds, he's worth a speck. Are they disappointed with him? Well, he has been disappointing, but mm. I think we can often see is that you've got to remember is that it's it's almost like he's changing season. He's opposite season, so you can often see them perform well off the plane, go awful next preparation. Then, so that, this is why I ask: Are they disappointed? Because from a from a market perspective, and what mm. we thought he would do after he ran a really great Cox Plate was he's going to have a great autumn, and then yeah. so is the stable actually realistically understanding as to why he hasn't been great, or are they also a bit perplexed? No, I think it's, as I said, like, you can perform well off the plane, but then going into that next season, and obviously they're on opposite opposite times of year still, what they think mm. in terms of their coat and whatnot. So it's not easy, and then they can then come out and perform the, you know, the next preparation. So it's not all doom and gloom. I think Chris has established that over the years. He understands the profile of these horses, but, of course, he has been a little bit challenging. But the other thing is, as well, he's getting a bit in the parade. He's becoming very challenging so what how, how do you mean well he's still a he's still a cult and he's been a handful if you watch his parades if you just watched him solely at the track um you'd be scratching your head and that's probably why his performances have been bad especially because he's been drawing poorly and he's getting back amongst the ruck he's amongst other horses where we've seen the best of him in europe and also what we probably would have in the cox plate if he rolls forward that's when he's at his best, El Bodegon. So getting to the 2,000 metres, it's probably his chance to show something. And as I said, he doesn't have to get that float trip across town. He can walk out of his box straight to the tie-up stalls, <coughs> be away from everyone, and hopefully it's his best performance so far this prep. Best of the day for me, Uncommon James, who I think is on the verge of announcing himself as one of the best sprinters in the country. I think he'll, he'll win this race. How many futures have you had in winning this race? I, I haven't had a future <laughs> in this race. I have only had one futures bet in a sprint race. And it's in secret that I had in January to win the Everest. And I am still as bullish as all hell. Unless she goes to Ascot. And then if she, they say, we're taking it at Royal Ascot, I'll dive into that. Because in secret, we'll win whatever race they put it towards. Be it Newmarket or the Everest in the spring. Will she be in the Everest? If they want it. If they want oh, it, I'm yeah. saying she's a filly. Like, I don't yeah. Know. And if she doesn't go there, that means I think they'll, they'll look at a Royal Ascot. Preparation. All right, crystal ball time. And these traditionally... On the Ladbrokes Autumn Breakfast, crystal ball. Are coming true. Take it Mine away. Mine became true last week after 37 minutes of walking off set. Yeah. Did it? Mine won't be uh, <laughs> true until three or four years. What, what do you got? Oh, uh, Queenie's taken away. <laughs> Back on Thunderstruck each way for the Australian Cup. Oh! After this Saturday. Oh! 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 Mate, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring a rule in here for crystal ball. Uh, I agree that I think he'll almost win the race. Thank you. Him and non-conformists will be by far the two best yep. horses in it. But don't crystal ball and give us an each-way play. You either say he's going to win it. All right, Correct. cut, take two. Yeah. So back back on Thunderstruck for the Australian Cup prior to Saturday's All-Star Mile. Make sure you gamble responsibly. Agree. Make sure you gamble responsibly. The way, the way that Mick, uh, Mick Pross spoke earlier in the week, it made me think that he's a lot more bullish about him backing up and winning the Australian Cup. Yeah. Now, of course, my crystal ball about six weeks ago is that he wouldn't win a Group 1 this preparation until he got to 2,000 metres. So, again, we might continue to be it right. It sounds like he's not going... 
towards Sydney. No, I, that's what it sounded like. Yeah, it sounds like that might be off the cards mm. and Animo might jump a dollar thirty. What do you got? Um, oh, one of my favourite ever racehorses, very elegant. Obviously, went over uh, to Europe. Because you can find these underrated horses, can't you? <laughs> well, no, but I was with very elegant when it was yeah. pulling its head. Nah, fair it's enough. Darren Weir sort of stuff <laughs> back in the day. Um, didn't work on the racing front, but uh, been retired, a mayor. Got served by Sea of Stars, is in foal, yes. which is fantastic. Going to stay over there the, the first foal. Um, I, I believe get served again and come back. But I'm going to say one of her progeny will go on and be superstar. That'd be okay. Superstar of racing. That's what I'm going to say. Because we haven't seen it for a while with us. No, we haven't. It'd be sensational. Cops, we've got about 30 seconds. What do you got? Uh, also, Mile will create a headline, but I think we're going to see it tinkered and tinkered significantly leading into next year. But look, I'm no genius for telling you that. Agreed. Hey, the jumps season kickstarts today. Right? Today, it's back. Bell X1. Stevie Pavement will win a major jumps race this winter. Absolute He's a creme de la creme. He's a star. Yep. It was a social element that we had a couple of years ago. Unfortunately, no more. Sorry, man. But Bell X1 is going to be that next week. On your professor. For Ladbrokes. Ladbroke it. Gamble responsibly. See you next week.